The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. Welcome to the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to answer a question on how much life insurance do you need? The amount of life insurance a person should have is not the same for everyone. Some experts just throw out a figure such as 8 to 12 times someone's annual income for the correct dollar amount to carry for life insurance. The problem with this is every person's situation, income, and age are not the same. There's a better way to look at how much life insurance you need, and today I'm going to cover how much life insurance you should have. When I used to talk to clients about their life insurance needs, almost always it was a surprise to them on the amount of coverage required to take care of loved ones should something happen to them. The alarming truth when it comes to life insurance is most people just don't know where to start when getting an adequate life insurance dollar amount. Now, I will say not everyone may need life insurance, but most people do need to have at least some coverage And there's a number of reasons why. Someone that has, let's say, a business owner may require even more coverage compared to an individual that doesn't run their own company. For the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to focus on the general needs of why people need life insurance and how much exactly they should carry. The true way to think about how much life insurance you should have is to to really look at the answer from how much your survivors would need financially if something should happen to you. And this should really be the, the starting point of the conversation for how much life insurance someone needs. Now, life insurance is one of those subjects that not many people like to talk about, but it is important to understand why you need life insurance. And first, It's particularly significant to point this out because many people either believe they don't need life insurance or they just don't want to deal with the idea that something could happen to them. With life, insurance denial is is not something we should all be in. It's just a fact of life that we all live life and one day we pass on. And as people age, their life insurance needs typically decrease. But in earlier years, people with children and dependents need to pay special attention to their life insurance needs. Now, there's a lot of reasons you you need life insurance. Most people need life insurance. And one of them is final expenses and funeral costs. At the very least, you need to have enough money set aside to cover funeral costs and expenses. The cost for this can easily run today between ten dollars and $20,000. And without this minimum coverage, loved ones are left with the cost or even worse with a debt to take care of everything should something happen to you. Another reason you most people need life insurance is to cover income. Now, for children that are still living at home and dependent on the income of one or both parents, covering the income for expenses each month is it's specifically important should something happen and no money is coming in regularly. Using life insurance to cover a person's income is even more important if one parent stays at home to care for the children. If the income of one or both parents was no longer available, you need to ask yourself, how would you pay your mortgage? How would medical costs or college for the children be covered in the future? If a married couple does not have children and one of them 
doesn't work full time, how would they be affected if there was no longer any money coming in each week, each month or each year? Another reason you probably want to carry some type of life insurance is debt. Now, life insurance, it can be used to cover debts. So things like car loans and a mortgage could all be taken care of with adequate insurance coverage. Also, someone may be left behind that still has a student loan that it could be used for that. And this could mean the difference of a survivor having to sell a home and move someplace else or being able to stay where they currently are. So what is the answer when trying to calculate the amount of, of life insurance you should have? Taking into consideration on why you're buying life insurance should begin to give you some calculations on an amount that you may need. If, for example, here an income is going to be required for a survivor to replace the income you were earning, this would need to be taken into consideration. A person that earned, let's say, $50,000 a year would need at least $1 million of insurance coverage to provide this income yearly with investments that returned 5% per year. So the example, using the example that I just have, you can quickly see that it should come as no surprise that most people don't have adequate life insurance. If the person with a $50,000 income also had two children, the possible future cost of their college education added along with any debt, and it's easy to see that most people truly will probably will never have enough life insurance to cover everything. The simple answer to how much life insurance you should have is probably really how much can you afford to get and get you as close to what you might need. Take all of the costs and situations into consideration when trying to figure an amount of coverage. Also, look at how many years you might need the insurance coverage. Most often, situations will change through life that will require either more or less life insurance. The big one here I want to point out that most people is, is for most people is do not rely on only employer provided life insurance coverage. According to a study by Limra, 60% of all people in the U.S. were covered by some type of life insurance in 2018, but many people only carry life insurance provided as a benefit by their employer. Most employers do offer some free life insurance as a benefit to their workers. And the free portion can be an amount usually, it's usually between $25,000 and $50,000. Often an employee can sign up for supplemental coverage in addition to the free portion paid by their employer. Additional life insurance coverage can be added many times for an added cost that the employee pays. And the added insurance may be something like three to four times a person's salary. Now, there's nothing wrong with purchasing supplemental life insurance through an employer. There's, there can actually be a number of benefits to doing it that can include possibly lower costs and getting a higher amount without a medical exam for higher insurance, insurance coverage. You may be able to do that through your employer. The issue really with only having life insurance through an employer is that it, it's likely it won't be enough coverage even with supplemental insurance added to a benefit already provided. In addition, when your employer ends your insurance coverage, this is going to end when your job ends. And when your job ends, your insurance coverage ends when you're with your employer 
and you may have the option to continue the same coverage once you once you've left but you are going to have to pick up the expense and it's typically higher once you leave a job for the same coverage with today's world keeping the same employer for a long period of time is it's not statistically on your side your your employment will end at some point and it's usually sooner than later it's usually a lot sooner than you plan for Separating from an employer also causes an issue with life insurance coverage if you develop any health conditions and do not have coverage outside of your workplace. Certain health problems can make it difficult to obtain life insurance in the future or make the cost much more expensive. If, if your employment ends, you should have a life insurance policy outside of work already established. This should likely be something like a 15 or 20 year level term life policy already set up that can't deny a benefit or raise its rates once the policy is in force if you do have a health condition that arises. And if you have this separate coverage from the employer coverage you have, the, the benefit here again is if you change jobs or you get fired, you get laid off from your employer, you're still going to have life insurance coverage. You're going to have that term insurance. So this is important to figure because it is statistically likely, like I said, that at one time or another, you're going to change jobs. And the problem is if you're in between jobs and you develop a health condition, it can then be difficult going forward to get any type of life insurance coverage. There is no exact formula like I said, that everyone can use to determine the amount of life insurance they should have. The answer to what amount of life insurance you should carry will most likely be different from someone else's. Although many people will tell you it should be a certain amount times your annual income, this is, it's not always necessarily the case. Understanding the reasons you may need life insurance, it's really the first step in determining an amount that might be close to what you need. This is in addition to your income, number of dependents you may have, and your age. The truth here is that most people will never truly have enough life insurance to cover the income and expenses should something happen to them. But it is important to try and obtain as much insurance coverage as possible to make things easier on loved ones that are left behind. Sufficient life insurance can be obtained by a combination of coverage through an employer and getting more from an independent source outside of your work. However, don't completely rely on employer-provided life insurance only. Health situations can change and employers are statistically likely to change many times during your life. Having only life insurance through your work will not provide the coverage needed. Life insurance as a benefit from an employer only can leave you with more expensive insurance or even the possibility of no longer being insurable when your employment ends. Now, I am in agreement with a lot of people that will tell you that term insurance is usually the best choice opposed to some type of whole life insurance for your insurance needs. And there's many reasons for that. Usually whole life insurance is a lot more expensive. And if you're interested in listening, I did a uh, podcast previously on indexed universal life insurance, which is usually sold as a type of insurance product along with investments. The problems with these is they're very expensive. 
for most people. They can have their place, but for for very few situations. If you're interested in that, you can visit the website at smartstartmoney.com and, and, and look for the podcast page. For the most part, term insurance is usually the best choice. And if you can get a level term for 15 or 20 years, that's usually a good choice because what typically happens is after a period of time, people start to get older, their costs start to go down, they start to pay their mortgage off, kids start to leave their house and their insurance needs start to go down. Now, as I did cover in the beginning of the podcast, it is possible that some people may not need life insurance. And this can be hard to believe, but I was even recently talking to a friend of mine who is retired and they've done pretty well. They, they've saved very well over the years and, and live below their means and probably have close to a couple million dollars. And all the kids are grown, have their house paid off. So really, there's not going to be a lot of expenses left because they both have pensions in addition to the money they have saved. So there's really just going to be those final expenses. So there are situations where you may not need to carry a lot of life insurance unless you want to leave something behind for someone or in order to take care of loved ones. Life insurance is just one of those things that a lot of people just don't want to talk about. We just don't want to face the reality that one day we all are going to to pass on. But I will tell you that life insurance is one of those things that you don't think you really need until you need to have it. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. I'm always interested in hearing the comments and thoughts from my viewers. If you have any, you can send them directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. Join me on the next podcast episode as I will be talking about extended warranties. Are they worth the price?